0: Hello, I'm John Eldridge, and welcome to the Ransomed Heart audio podcast. For more information on Ransomed Heart Ministries, our resources, and events, please visit us online at www.ransomedheart.com. As we were sitting down this morning to prepare for recording this podcast, Craig and I were praying, Alan and Art, here in the studio and just asking Jesus. You know, we've just come off a big series on interpretation. Hope you listened to it. Hope you loved it. And before we launch into another series, we just kind of felt like as we were praying, God was saying, just share what's current. Talk a little bit about what's current in your lives. What has Jesus been up to in our lives? Because it's just so refreshing and helpful to hear other people talk about how Christ is coming for them, because it reminds us, oh, yeah, right, he he does come. And, oh, I forgot. Yeah, he comes like that. And, oh, I need to be looking for how he's coming. So I think we're just going to open up kind of an unscripted conversation here on what's new, what's current. How has Jesus been showing up lately in your life, Craig?
1: Well. Interesting. Interesting. I don't even know where to start, John. So many of these experiences we've shared together, surprisingly, he shows up in some surprising and some odd ways. Two days ago, some gals around some hard allies were going through town and just wanted to pray for me and uh, called and said, hey, we're in town for this conference. Can we come by and pray? And I'm all, oh, man, I... Kind of looking forward to just chilling, and but I felt like God says it'd mean the world to them and to you if they came, and uh, so I responded back, "Sure, come by." You know, love to have an hour with you. And they came by. Two these gals didn't know my wife Lori. She knew them, and they just said, "Hey, we offered them water and tea." They, you know, they, they're not here to receive; they're here to give. And so they. Just sat us down and pretty much just said to him, we're going to anoint you with oil. We're going to anoint your feet with oil. And I'm going, what? (laughs) Haven't had a pedicure lately. (laughs) And there with Lori, these gals just anointed my feet with frankincense and myrrh oil and and then my head and we're just praying the blessing of God and I was just sitting there realizing Jesus just you barge into my day and you you know it took me a while to relax and just receive that this was God and it was God in very much in this but it was an awkward unusual God disrupting and breaking into my day and my life and saying I love you I care for you I want to bless you through One woman I knew, two I didn't, strangers massaging my feet with oil and praying these deep prayers of life over me. So, I mean, that's two days ago, and I'm just going, Jesus, I love how you throw me off and come for me.
0: Also, his playfulness with you, because I'm cracking up that the last thing you would want someone to do is to ask you to take your shoes off and anoint your Feet, like that's so playfully disruptive of Jesus. Yeah. In addition to the kindness, the love, the beauty of all that, there's just – I'm just cracking up. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm feeling so awkward. And you know what struck me was that morning I thought I should clip my toenails. And of course I didn't. And so thank God I'd taken a shower and uh, I mean, the humility of it. And then to just totally relax and go, I know this is you, God. I know this is you. I just want to receive. And he Mm. showed up. He came and Mm. it was sacred, holy stillness and just him loving on me. And yeah, yeah. So Mm. I love the God who throws us off by how he comes to us at Mm -hmm. times and Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. odd
0: ways and through different people. Particularly if we're open to receiving it. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's part of that story. Yes. Particularly if we're open to receiving it. How about you? I don't even know where to begin. (laughs) I mean, it's just really remarkable as you go, how has Jesus been coming? Yesterday, I had to run south of town about a 45-minute drive to go pick up some stuff, 45 minutes back. and. Normally, what I'll do is I'll spend that time in the car in silence, actually, because I love that—you know—one of the few quiet places left in the world. Huh. But this time, heading out the door, I kind of felt like Jesus said, "Hey, why don't you grab something to listen to?" Now, that's always what's in the CD player—is mm-hmm. worship. And so I'm like, "Well, you know, that's pretty typical. If I'm not silent, I'm listening to and you know, joining in some worship music." And He's like, "No, not that." And I was moved to grab. The audio recording of the Chronicles of Narnia book, mm. The Horse and His Boy. Probably my favorite of the whole Narnia series is that one. So unexpected, Sunday afternoon, got to run some errands, got an hour and a half of driving ahead of me, popped the story in, and bam, God shows up. <sighs> <laughs> and, you have to understand, like, I know this story so well, I think I could probably just do it verbatim. Uh-huh. You know, we've listened to it ever since the kids were young. That's great. Road trip stuff. We've listened to those, you know, for years. But here's what's beautiful. Fresh, brand new, listening to a story that I thought I knew so well. And here God comes into the you know the cab of my truck. And the story um, is about a boy who was – Orphaned, quote-unquote, as a young boy, and it's actually his journey back to discovering his true father. And it was like, oh, my goodness. It was this Jesus was saying, John, that was you. Hmm. That was you, and you are on a journey of discovering and knowing your true father. Now, I know, I know, I know that that's like, you know, central to Christian doctrine and, you know, core to ransomed heart beliefs. But it was just one of those, you know, unexpected moments where, you know, here's this, in some ways, children's story, you know. But bam, Jesus was right there in the cab of my truck opening up this incredible encounter with, whoa, I've never seen myself Hmm. in that story. Hmm. But... Man, do I now. And whoa, is God in this moment. And so it turns into this incredibly rich hour and a half. So rich, in fact, that yesterday after work, I only have about a seven-minute drive home. You know, I turned it back on (laughs) my seven-minute drive home from work yesterday and and sat in my driveway listening to it when I got home because God was in it. He was showing up.
1: Stacy's at the stove. Things are boiling over, and she's wondering why you're out in the driveway for an (laughs) hour.
0: Exactly. I thought I heard his truck pull up. Where where is he? And I'm just sitting out there, yeah, listening to it and finding God in it.
1: The God who is at all times everywhere just wants to make himself known.
0: I think one of the other things, as I'm thinking about the way that— How has Jesus been showing up lately? Craig, how many times in the last seven days— pause in listening prayer as Christ counseled, guided, redirected, rescued. I mean, we were just making a big ministry decision yesterday. And frankly, I thought I knew the right direction. The right direction seemed really pretty obvious to take. But, you know, it would have been so easy to just make that decision and say, no, no, we don't need to ask Christ about this. I know what's right. But we paused listened, prayed, and Jesus said the counterintuitive thing, which then suddenly became very clear God was in it, and oh my goodness, right? In fact, I was about to shut a door, yeah. and Jesus was saying, no, kick that thing wide open. No, take this out to a larger group of people, and just so many of those little rescues on a daily basis of, you know, Jesus, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? yeah.
1: Actually, there were two major decisions yesterday where we asked God for direction, and his direction was kind of counterintuitive. So, yeah, it's um, it's not an imposition or formality. It becomes just a necessity to invite mm-hmm. him in and mm-hmm. kind of get his read interpretation, mm-hmm. yeah, his go-ahead or his caution. Mm-hmm. You and I both had the experience a, a couple of weeks ago going together to a, a taping of a television show in which you were one of the featured guests to be interviewed in, and I went along as your wingman, and I was excited to spend the time with you, and I was excited to see what would unfold, just kind of anticipating that my natural bend towards humor would be tickled and that it would be in a night That held all kinds of fun and interesting things for me and so you're getting prepared to be on stage and I was part of the studio audience and they placed me in the front row (laughs) and uh, I don't know why I'm not photogenic and I didn't have my matching fall colors on but I'm sitting in the front row and I decide I'm going for it I'm getting into this and I just had so much fun applauding and cheering and at appropriate times going, yes, amen, amen. And, you know, the sisters behind me were hooting and hollering. And I had to refrain myself because my standard standard attaboy yell is, yeah, baby. (laughs) And it was Christian programming. I just didn't feel the, yeah, baby. (laughs) would work.
0: It would have been beautiful. Uh,
1: And you did such a great job. I'll let you comment on your experience. But there were some other folks on the program that I just, ah, they just grieved my heart, kind of how they came across or what their message was. And Mm. I just found myself on one hand appalled, another hand laughing, enjoying myself, reflective, to horrified. And I walked out of the thing having been exposed to what I would call a circus or a carnival of Christian personalities and people, and God captured my heart. I didn't go to cynicism. I didn't go to life's a big joke. I went to, oh, my gosh, God, you are a sovereign and holy God who will accomplish your purposes on earth through whatever means whatever vessels whatever people you have and it just reminded me of that old story you used to tell of a, uh, you know that landing craft landing on normandy and the landing craft front goes down and this is the church conquering the world and out of the landing craft comes you know mrs evans third grade class and guy with a beach chair someone with a gun who doesn't know how to use it and two real snipers and that's God's invasion plan is to use <laughs> yes. all these broken, imperfect, unrefined people. And it was just great that God came in and just spoke reassurance that his program doesn't ultimately lie in with the people. It's his spirit. It's his power. He will accomplish his purposes. And it was a humble moment. And it was also kind of a victorious moment that he will reign. This kingdom will unfold. It will come. It isn't contingent on us. And I don't know. It was such a wonderful evening. And he
0: came in so many ways. It was so disruptive. <laughs> it was so disruptive because I am zealous for the gospel. I'm zealous for the true Jesus to be known. I care about yeah. The way, you know, that separating Christianity from Christian culture – and this was a lot of Christian culture, a certain type of Christian culture. And, yeah, I just blown away at God's – I mean, first I was really upset. The <laughs> truth is – you're hearing Craig now, you know, with several days of decompression. Yes. The truth is we got in the car to pull out of the parking lot and Craig began screaming – And screamed for about a minute straight and so did I. There was just like this need to just go, what was that? That's just so bizarre. And But then here's what blew me away is the graciousness of God – To use all kinds of things to get his work done in the world. Yes. And I was remembering – I can even hear his voice. I had a conversation with Dallas Willard a number of years ago where I was just ranting about this and like what Jesus allows to go on in his name and the people and the – oh, you know, the styles and the tchotchke and the wacky taffy that goes on out there, you know, advancing Jesus Mm -hmm. and – Dallas kind of paused and he smiled and he said, well, he said, God works with what he has to work with. Mm -hmm. And it was just so humbling to go, ah, right, 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 okay, I cannot bring my biases to this is how Christianity must be done. Great time. Jesus was in it. Oh my gosh, was it disruptive.
1: Yeah, and Is it come with age and walking with God that it really begins to seep in that he really can use all kinds of people and means? And, I mean, I think of some of the groups we work with closely. That would be our disciples, our allies, our friends. They're doing this in their world, whether it's international or locally. And we love, affirm, validate, and are so encouraged by them. And yet they do it different. Mm Mm-hmm. They do it different. Right. And you just go, yep, yep, God, you're big. Yes. You've got a diverse kingdom.
0: Oh, look at the animal kingdom. Look at the diversity in God's creation. That's helped me a lot over the years. I have to keep telling myself wildflowers, wildflowers.
1: The other day you said something about aardvarks. (laughs) Aardvarks. Actually,
0: that was from Jesus. (laughs) As I was asking for his interpretation of some of this, I'm like, you got to help me with this, Jesus. And he said, aardvarks. And I'm like, what? And he's like, John, not everything in my kingdom gets to be a horse Mm -hmm. or a dolphin, you know, some beautiful, elegant presentation of God doesn't get to be a hawk. He says, I make aardvarks Mm -hmm. and I like them and Mm -hmm. they have a place in my kingdom. I'm like, ah, you do, you do, you totally do. Like, mm. yeah, OK, that gives a certain grace with that.
1: Yeah. See, I kind of see myself as a flying stallion with some kind of big horns, but a sweet little chirp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh,
0: my goodness. If I think about how's Jesus been coming lately There's been a lot of really hard things, actually, in the lives of people who are close to us and some pretty tragic things to just long-term suffering. And got an email from a very dear brother last night just talking about his long-term physical suffering, 30 years now of his physical suffering. And boy, Craig, the other thing that has really been more and more, more real and more real The hope of the restoration of all things, Mm -hmm. it's just been huge for me. You know, I believe in breakthrough. I believe in restoration. I believe in freedom. I believe in life. But the fact of the matter is only the return of Jesus is going to set things right. And whether you're watching world news and world events or you're, you know, listening to to the heartbreaking stories of people very close to you or your own, how's Jesus been coming lately? I'm just so... How often, 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 he keeps turning my heart to the restoration of all things. I've got a big
1: smile on my face. I'm agreeing, yeah, John. Yeah, I mean, without that, what do we have? Mm -hmm. And we're laughing and so enjoying ourselves that it's so appropriate and fitting and true to the kingdom that there's laughter. Which is just a taste of a even deeper laughter we'll have someday, mm-hmm. and at the same time, there's the sobriety of there's just so much that falls short of what we will have someday: the suffering, the pain, the loss, the mm. injustice. So, you know, the rhythms of our heart are joy and weeping and and just deep care and concern over the loss and hurt and. In both cases, it's the coming kingdom to Mm -hmm. laugh more deeply and to be whole and totally renewed and restored. The kingdom is, yeah, what we're looking forward to. Holds us together, makes sense of this thing.
0: Oh, totally. Friends, you've been listening to the Ransomed Heart podcast with John Eldridge and Craig McConnell, and we're so delighted that you found us you are joining us on these podcasts we're also available on the ransomed heart app which is super super helpful to have that right on your smartphone or your tablet and be able to listen wherever you are to the podcast so thanks for joining in and we'll catch you next time